Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Oh, it's fun, crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Patrick Roycey, how does what do you the, got? How does the NFL have the guts to uh, charge? People full, full freight for that. The bike bikes this year have two of them. They have right? two. They have two of those to make up for the fact that they don't get the the seventeenth game. Right. right. They don't get an extra home game. Right. Uh, I want to sue if I'm somebody. Your your top two and a half teams don't play. Right. I mean, thirty one guys don't play. Mm-hmm. It's a joke. And then they put on a performance like that and. Uh, it's uh, how do they get away with it? I don't know what's wrong with you people. I saw, by the way, I left the ballpark at eight thirty and was went and picked up some stuff at Murray's, and uh, there were a lot of people downtown. I was glad to see the a Viking, ton of people downtown. The Viking crowd hung around, and they went down and drank. And it was about good. what eight? I think I got up around eight eight thirty on Saturday morning to, to go golfing, and right on Main Street there, uh, on, right in front of Stone Arts, there had to be numerous people with their, I'm sure, not just coffee in those uh, tumblers, but they had their Vikings jerseys and Bloody Marys mm-hmm. coffees ready to go at eight a.m. Man, they were back. They were ready well, to it was the big festive reopening of uh, the Ziggy Dome with a with a full <laughs> house, and then they do that to you. They were too. They were. Did you go? Yeah. Oh, I was did, there for the whole thing. Oh, uh, how, bad. how was the crowd for the second half? Did a few? You people know, the crowd leave? actually for the entire game was not. It wasn't full, and there were a lot of Broncos jerseys. Yeah, there. I there saw a lot that. of Broncos. I saw fans. a lot of Broncos now, fans downtown. I did read that they were selling individual tickets to that game four for th- for three or four dollars. Yes. But you're right. The season ticket holders, I think, yes. get charged yeah. for the freight. Yeah, they do. You get you get the full. Full price, yeah. It's one ten game package. You know what? We are we are the next time that the league comes down with an edict of what it's going to do, which it will, we're going to eighteen games. Oh yeah. And two preseason games. Yeah. And they'll justify it by saying we can't charge people for the crap that they were being charged <laughs> for. So now assuming uh a semi good health for next week's game, which is home too, right? Yes, Indianapolis. Now, now we're going to get to see Kirk and the boys for that one, right? Because that's the only one that they'll actually play in, right? Some teams, I guess, are planning to do that for the third and final preseason game. Really? Because you know they've that's lost what they one. Used now. to do that's what they used to. Yes, do. they used to play them in but, three, and then. But don't they? There's not a week off, is there? I think there at is. The end a week. of the exhibition. Yeah, I think there is a week oh, off. Oh well, then okay, then that makes so, sense. So yeah, so we might as long as you might get see the, more Jake Browning, baby. As long as you get the week off, was he? He was bad, huh? I didn't see any of it. Yeah, well, our team was terrible. I mean, their backups just you know. Wow, 
Now the uh, who got hurt the one the the kid returner wide receiver who might have a chance Nuwangu the kid yeah. from Iowa State who's actually very, really fast very fast fun guy. to watch yes He's, he got hurt in the opening kickoff he bad didn't blow out the knee I don't what think do he know? blew it out they didn't seem too concerned but they also could be lying about yes, that yeah they could so but you know it was all worth it. To see Zim crotchety. Oh, it's great. It's great. <laughs> Love Zim. Love preseason Zim. His uh, halftime uh, oh, interview interview was uh, classic. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, the it's so we we better appreciate that we have him. Yeah. Because if they don't at least go to the playoffs this year and and maybe have to win a game, he's gone, and then we're gonna get. The pro version of PJ Fleck. We're going to get the uh-huh. the guy who's not well. We're uh, we you know he'd be you know Sky U Vikes. He'd say at halftime he wouldn't you you wouldn't get any the days of honesty and ripping your team will end the day Zim leaves and we will have Rocco PJ yep. um, um, molded that that mold of guys, okay. you know, that's not going to because uh, I'm sure, you know, how much Brzezinski and Spielman hated the fact that Tice got along with the the media. Right. Uh, this got to drive them. That's got to drive them crazy when he doesn't adopt the message of, you know, things will be fine and blah, blah, blah. And he's also taking not so veiled shots at the quarterback and at Spielman, because he's clearly frustrated. This uh, Derisaw thing is great. Because, so, he underwent last week what they termed minor core muscle uh, surgery procedure to fix what they didn't fix the first time around. And did you see Zim's comment? So everyone else is like, oh, he could be back for uh, week one. It's going to be good. Uh, Zim said, I was told this was fixed. <laughs> And that's a shot at Spielman. And the the rumor is that he didn't want the tackle. He wanted another cornerback or what? He had to want a tackle. They had to. They had to. But But the point is he wanted a guy to plug in at that tackle. And now he can't be plugged in. And it's going to be Rashad Hill, who is just a career backup. Yes. So Zim is wrong. Who's also hurt, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So Zim's not wrong here. It's just great that you get the candid... (laughs) Not so well, bad. Here's the other thing. You had two very high draft choices on Zim's beloved corners, and one of them you had to let go because he beat up his girlfriend, and the other one can't play. Dantzler, he can't play, right? He's Waswa Zerwanga. He's why they Waswa Dantzler. He was bad on Saturday. Well, so. he's. You know, everybody who knows football tells me can't cover but, anybody. But, yeah, I think Zim is very frustrated. Yeah, because of that. But the thing is, I was saying this earlier today, the thing is, he was a bowl of milk and honey on Wednesday, the first Wednesday <laughs> yeah, of the season. Yeah. I mean, he'd given him the speech. This is the each game. This is the year. Yep. This is your opportunity. And by Friday, everything around him had blown up. And the, I don't think he hates Cousins as a quarterback. You know, I think he thinks he's better than Case Keenum, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. which is why they spent all that money to get him. But he's got to drive him crazy. 
when he's there talking about the quarterback room is too small yes. and, uh, and I might put plexiglass around my head or something. I mean, that to him, that's got to be like, shut up yes. and get ready to play. The idea that these guys aren't all in yes. has got to drive him crazy. Oh, 1,000 And the punter, is he still there? He's still there, yeah. He's an anti-vaxxer, you know. Yes. Supposedly. Yes. And he um, did, Tennessee boy. And he did not hesitate to rip him on oh, Saturday. No, no, he didn't. He, got, he went... What did he say? It was he didn't say it was terrible. He said, "What did he say? It was so." Well, his opening statement was a litany of screw ups, including all by backups until he got to to the punter. He said something like, "We had a terrible day punting as well." Yeah, right. And then I, but I I said to him, I I said, "Was this a bad day for Cole Quit or cause for concern?" And he didn't hesitate. He said, "Cause for concern." Yes, yeah. The the uh, we're gonna have a. This is what I love about Zim. If you lob the pitch. He will hit it. You know, Rocco will never hit the pitch. Yeah, yeah. So if you if you ask a question that's not really a question but a statement, yes. And, but he, it's but it's obvious. But it's obvious, and and he wants to go with it. <laughs> yes, right. You're giving him opportunity, yes. right? And he wants to take. He's dying to answer those questions. Mm-hmm. Well, and let's. Somebody told me there's nobody on the coaching staff who he had more of a bond with than Dennis. You know that yeah. I mean, he loves that he yeah. he was old, he crusty, was old crusty guy 100%. that he could play off, and all yes. of a sudden he loses him because now all of a sudden his guy Dennison tells, "Well, I'm not going to get a vaccine." What? Yep. And Kubiak retires. Yeah, you know, and now he's got Clint, who's 36. Yeah, we don't know. He's if a Clint's kid, any good. but he's a kid to Mike. You know, Mike wants Mike wants <laughs> old crusty guys. Okay, I want you to answer this question. When, when you're what one. You get a smallpox shot, and you get a diphtheria shot, mm-hmm. and you get a all kinds of stuff. Polio right? still, right? Yeah, polio. God, you get that polio. That's very important. Yes. And when you go to school at five years old, you got to show them that you got all these vaccines. Yep. So why is this one going to have long-term effects? What What are they reading? What are they being told? What What is What is this? What? Is I, I know there's always been anti-vaxxers, right. but right. but how many yes. people send their kids to a you know a, a a goofy private school so they don't have to get vaccinated in in the country? Ten percent? We got you know eight percent? We got fifty percent? We got fifty yep. percent, including reasonable human beings yep. that somehow. They're reading some stuff or getting some information that that that, that makes this vaccine different than polio. You know, if you if you're not a vaxer, if you're non-vaxer, we shouldn't let you have a polio shot. We should say, nope, you can't have one. I know. You know, I have no idea. I can't. Because by the, the way, here's no the other thing. This thing we're going to be getting these annually. What's that? With the, these are going to be flu shots. You're going to have to get these annual. Yeah. This is not. Well, these. They're already telling us that if we got inoculated in February like we did, uh-huh. it's down to 50% effectiveness against the Delta, right? Yes. And there's more and variants more, coming. Yes. So yeah. you're going to have to get a booster here pretty soon, which they, I can't wait. And 
but you're going to have to do it every year. So they, you know, that you're going to have to okay, go to Walgreens and say we got we got covid shots uh in June here, so, you know, sign up, tell us you want one, charge you 40 bucks, you know. Yep. Let's go. Uh but I don't get it. I I just don't understand why this vaccine is is threatening to the health of Colquitt, the punter. What 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 is well, what, somewhere what? along the line, this one became purely political in some yes, ways. Yes, it did. Yes. Where I don't think so polio you, was. I think that, well, that was a, how do I not is, get polio? I mean, it's a it's obviously a right wing thing. Trump supporters. But Trump didn't say don't get vaccinated. Nope, he didn't. He, you know, he didn't. He got vaccinated. He got vaccinated. He, for it, by the he way. got vaccinated. And uh, he said, you know, he, he was slow to get to the yeah. get to the fact that this is bad but but i think if you get back if you're a hardcore trumper and you get vaccinated you're then walking away from the theory that he the only reason he lost the election was COVID. this make believe yeah. this make believe yeah. flu this make believe flu mm-hmm. that wasn't that serious that the left-wing uh media made into more than it was so then i'm not going to get vaccinated because then I'm supporting the idea that Trump should have been more aggressive dealing with COVID, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's that must a, be. What, what's that have to do with your health? Get a shot, for God's sakes! This I was very disappointed in my vaccinations. When you get a shot, you should feel it, shouldn't you? It should be like, oh, ouch! This isn't even an ouch. Shots don't really hurt that much. No, no, I don't either. But I'm you know, saying is, you know, when they stick, yeah. you're saying to stick a needle, this one, you don't even know you had it. Right. They go, boop, okay, thanks. What? Is that it? And you felt fine, right? Yeah, I had no problem. Because I had like eight, I eight, eight hours of feeling crappy. I thought, it, I thought when they poked me, this was the dull. The first thing was to numb the area. That was the shot. Yep. But you know what? You're right. We are going to now, there's going to be enough variants off this that I think for the rest of my life this is going to be around. So it was somebody was telling me about a a crusty old guy that says, you know, this is only D. It's Delta. D. A B C D variant. That's they're naming them like they're naming the alpha, you know, the Deltas the <laughs> And they're picking Deltas this is only D. And they're picking corporate is, is we got the whole well no Delta when you're when you're spelling Phonetically, yeah, Delta is D, and uh, and this oh, guy, it's like when cops are going through a license yeah, plate. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Oh, wow, yeah, that's where the Delta the comes from. Alpha, it's the, it's the fourth variant. Oh, and uh, so there's probably going to be twenty. They got room for twenty one more, right? Twenty two more. So with right? Z, will it just stop? I that, don't know. That's it. We're out. No, it'd be like hurricanes. We got a, you know, we've got Hurricane Grace perhaps on the way. We've had to have a grace before, right? We, I think we're recycling. You've got to be so in. happy not oh, to have God, your I place am. right now I in Florida. Beyond the, you know, beyond, beyond the fact that everybody down there has the Delta variant. <laughs> uh, Shockingly. 
is the fact that the tropical storms are there's they just had one they had five inches they're going to get five inches the uh, the mighty muscles may not play for a month the rain I looked at I the saw rain they just forecast. kept canceling games I looked for yeah. the rain forecast there's just uh, the, the tropical storm came in first and now there's a hurricane behind it Ooh. so I'm glad to be out I am glad to be out that's for sure but uh, anyway there's uh, you know the the kicker made both of them, though. That was too the bad. The kicker made both of them. That was too bad. Too bad pop- he didn't shank, at least. But one was like 28 yards, right? Yeah, it was like 34 and 26 yeah. and 28. But, but the problem is, the punter is the holder for the kicker. So yeah, as soon right. as they jettison the punter, yeah, we gotta get the a new, new guy who's holding going to screw yeah, it up. Yeah, going to get some 28 And then Zim's going to release him, yes. or he's going to release the long snapper. We're gonna, the, the special team cycle will never end. No, it will not. No, it will not. I told somebody this. Wouldn't you like to have, you know, I got to think before you get hardcore meetings, you know, most, they mostly do their film, their review on Sunday night and then they go home and show up again Monday. And I got to think there's a room where all the coaches gather and they all have a cup of coffee. And wouldn't you like to walk in there with a cup of coffee and look at the paper and have the paper with you and say, he said Daniel Carlson made three more three oh, more from over 40, 48, 52, and 56. Not if I wanted to live, I wouldn't. <laughs> that's uh that's uh that is to me, when Zim's time here is done, you're gonna say, put put Zim's career in one sentence. He released the best cook, kicker in the NFL after two games. Yep. <laughs> that's what that's And what then when asked, said, did you watch the game? <laughs> yes. When Chris Thomason said, so can you tell us why you released it? Did you watch the game? <laughs> uh, Thomason uh, is a, aggressive as hell for the St. Paul paper. I'll give him crazy. But he drives him nuts, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> he'll ask anything. Because he'll ask questions that Zim, Zim doesn't. Yes. Yeah. He'll, uh, it, you know, and he don't care. He, he, oh, Thomas he's a good reporter. Say, yeah, he'll say anything and Zimmel. And apparently, well, somebody was telling me, I haven't been to that many, but he'll, he'll, Zim will blow off the first answer so he'll figure out a way to answer the same, ask the same question again, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, another he'll, var- he'll, he'll, try, he'll own, try and get the answer. He'll have yeah. his own delta variant of the question, right? <laughs> But yeah, yes, Surly Zim is so much fun. And you are right. You know, when, when you watch Rocco, right? Rocco uh, is so boring. Yes. I uh, had my long 100-minute uh, interview with TK on... That was a marvelous column. Uh, thank you. Great but column. It, but it was it was more a conversation than a, you know interview. Right. Just, just whatever came up. You know, right. I talked about Junior and then other stuff. But it's... Uh, it, it is when you get a guy, and he was like that when he managed, if you had a, a conversation with him, that if you get a guy who actually answers the questions, mm-hmm. they are so rare now that, uh, I mean, it's, I feel sorry. I was thinking about this today. I feel sorry for the generations that have followed me and, and you were in a, the next generation that that they're going to spend the rest of their life getting pablum than not getting to know the athletes really not you know unless you're yep. unless you're 
Kenny Rosenthal or Buster Olney doing on a TV and, you know, then you got the TV thing going for you and then you can go interview a guy. But the rest of us, the idea of getting to know, getting to develop a semi-relationship with a gopher basketball player or something like that, those days are over. Mm-hmm. You know, you get, we used to stand there and, I mean, Willie Burton, I, I see Willie and Willie, hey, what's up, you know, and, and you know, you talk to Willie in the hotel lobby when he was waiting for the bus and, and, and now you get two guys at a podium after the game for eight minutes, neither of whom is going to answer a question because, you know, and you got 12, 14, 15 people sitting there waiting. I mean, it's the people that blah, 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 people don't care. Well, you got to know teams to a degree through us. You yes, got to know absolutely. the 89, 90 Gophers. You got to know them through us. You got to know the 97 go. Now you would have gotten them through TV because they made it final four and all that. You got to know them through, because we knew them and we could tell you what kind of guys they were. And mm-hmm. I've been trying to get Andres, the offensive lineman for the Gophers, because there's a column I want to write. And so last week it was, uh, he was, uh, I don't know, he was only available this one time. So tomorrow, or tonight, they have an access. So I texted Rovnik, who's not his fault. And I said, can I get Andrews after that? Can I go over there and get Andrews? Uh, he's not scheduled to uh, be interviewed tonight. So when, <laughs> I mean, so now the interviews are scheduled by the team. Yes, this is not, how we've gone. Not by who reporters want to talk to. Correct. Yep. Which is utterly makes us utterly useless. If you can't get, you know, I can see, okay, you can't get the guy three times this week or something. You can't, I can see that, but okay. Hey, we got an interview. They're all going to be practicing. We got an interview session and somebody wants to talk to Andres, mm-hmm. he's not scheduled to talk. Why don't we ask who we might want to talk to? What happened to those days? It's completely changed. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. The Vikings uh, now have a schedule of, of most of their key players go to the podium on different days. Mm-hmm. But if they don't go to the podium, it's not like the old days where you can just grab them. Yeah. So Mon, So the first day that Mon came back from COVID, he was going to talk, and then they changed it to the next day after that. So the day that he finally came back, you couldn't just grab him and talk to him. Okay. And the other thing is, the and the locker room's not, is the locker room's no, not oh, open no, yet? No, no, no. no, no. Post game, it's not, yeah. too. Oh, it's they, not They brought open. guys out. They brought Mon and Browning and a few players and Zimmer out to the podium on Saturday after that game. So it's not even bringing them to the uh, hallway or nope. something where four guys can nope. talk to them. They're at a table, mm-hmm. and you're you're asking questions from the gallery. Really? And that's the NFL. And I yeah. don't think that's going to change for a while. No. No, they, they love this. It's too Teams easy. love this. Yes. They can, because they're con- they can control the and whole their content message. And their content providers still can get at the players and the coaches. Mm-hmm. So... They're already trying to push you to their mm-hmm. website and all of that. Okay. This furthers that. But doesn't 
enough of the public is smart to know that what you're reading at Vikings.com is not not going to be an accurate assessment of 33 to 6. Correct. <laughs> right? But they don't. Do they know this? They know it, but they don't care because they know the public is still going to watch the games. Sure. Go, go to their site, buy the gear, buy all their stuff. You and I talked about this last week, though. It was amazing to hear Smalley and Dick ripping their fielding. Mm-hmm. And it was like somebody had given them a company from BSN had given them a free pass or Dave St. Peter stopped by and said, you know, yeah, we're not, we're, you know, when we play terrible, where people are making fun of us because we don't ever tell the truth when we're playing terrible. And so you got permission to now say the fielding stinks, you right. know, <laughs> and, and it was like, what am I listening to here? Or it's just reached the point of frustration for poor Dick who's stuck at target field. We're all on the, the time road. stuck at target sweating, field. We're sweating. on the road. Why now they played good the last 10 days. Most for the most part, but he's, you know, he just, can't do it anymore. He just can't say, uh, you know, when they bubble it around and kick away a ball game, he's got to say something. He can't help it. This is Patrick Ricey for the Canopy Group. As you set out to explore Minnesota this fall, think about this. There are 234 cities in Minnesota with populations over 2,500. The Canopy Group has clients in all but seven of those. Why is this fact important? Because the Canopy Group's experience in all of these Minnesota cities gives them a unique edge in getting you the best home and auto insurance coverage at the best price. Remember, the Canopy Group offers 15 insurance companies for a reason to match your specific situation, including zip code, with the possible best insurance company for you. This is done for you every year because your specific situation may change. It is also true that the insurance company's appetites might change as well. This experience is working throughout Minnesota. It provides thousands of Canopy Group clients a piece of mind knowing the Canopy Group is working for them. Please visit thecanopygroup.com today. Yeah, you'd like to think so more often than he currently does too, but this team, yeah, this team was playing so poorly at some point. I think it's just a joke when you're still trying to tell us coming up next on uh, the BSN. Yeah. BSN is a breakdown of uh, a great bunt by yeah. Polanco or something. This, the most the best radio broadcast once in a while on a Saturday, I'll be in a car and I've listened to MLB network because they'll have a game on. And a lot of times it's Toronto for some reason. And they were, they were good. They had a good crew, but sometimes it's Tampa mm-hmm. and Tampa's play by play guy. And I don't even know who it is. It is color guy. Well, you know, like they would have disemboweled them for this thing the other day, 12 0 game. They don't rip the hell out of it. They got the most amazing team in baseball. And they'll say, ah, this, you know, he hasn't had a, he hasn't driven in a run in eight days and blah, blah. He's had three errors in the last four, two, four games. It's a bad, I love the guy, whoever he is, but it's, yep. he gets, he gets miffed and tells the truth. Old time. Uh, old time. And Provis and Gladden will go yes, much closer to that yes, they will. Than, than Dick and the BSN uh, color guy that they use. Mm hmm. 
Yeah. And someday. Molly was really, I heard Molly on the radio. Uh, Friday and Saturday. Friday, partly Friday yeah, he, and Saturday. He was very, really good. He should be, I would pay him a lot to be the permanent TV color guy. He's great. You know, I don't think people appreciate the admiration Kelly has for Molitor uh, beyond a player. But, you know, he told me that in 01, uh-huh. he wasn't sure that it was Gardy that was going to get the job. He thought Gardy deserved it because he'd put in the time, you know, and blah, blah, blah. But he thought there was a chance that Molitor would be named the manager then and because he'd been his bench coach for the he didn't ever consult to a bench coach but they didn't know what title to give molly so they they made him the bench coach but right. but as a as a baseball savant yes one talking to the other yeah. he sees molly as a and he told me this he said paul one of the things he told paul was uh paul you have to lower your Expect not your expectations, but you have to lower your. Uh, you have to you have to approach it from a lower point of vision. Like pe- people are dumber than you. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he said, Paul. Genius. He said, Paul. Yep. When, when you're, when here's you when it comes to knowledge yep. and talent. Yep. Here's you. This is you, and then this is all the other really good players. And then he moved his hand down a foot. In the middle, yeah. He said, and these are really good players, but you're still here and they're here. And he said, and then the rest of them are down here. And he put his hand down by his waist. And he said, I said, Paul, you can't think that these guys down here are going to be way up here with you. <laughs> yeah. And, and Molly told me, uh, I've talked, I was talking to him Friday night or Saturday night. And he said, just from TK, well, first of all, when he was coaching for TK, but then later when he was the manager from TK being down there in spring training and walking by and saying, hey, you know, I, you know, it was never do this. It was, I I saw this today and, you, you know, that's, Molly says he's got 10 pages of notes that he's kept. Really? Yeah. That, wow. That, uh, the, basically, not the wit and wisdom, because there's not much wit there, right. but the wisdom of, of uh, in, in case Kelly. he was ever to manage again or something, it's, wow. which he's not going to do. But uh, but uh, it's... So so Paul w- was on the game on radio Saturday. Yeah. I'm driving home from the Vikings, and here's like the type of stuff he sees that I wouldn't think of in a thousand years. Yeah. There's a there's a high pop up and the Tampa Bay pitcher stands on the mound to direct the traffic and he's basically going to stand there until somebody clearly definitively yes. gets the ball. Yeah. Anyway, which used to be the way it yeah. was done. So Paul Paul says, "Yeah, you know, I noticed there that when the third baseman came in, they left third base unoccupied just a bit too long. So mm-hmm. if the ball was to drop, yeah, yeah. but it's like." It is a p- routine yes, pop-up. Yes, yes, yeah. And you see, yeah, you, and, and like you got, looked, the shortstop's yes. got to get over there. But the fact that part he of looks, the probably because the shortstop's in shift position and says, ah, "I'm not going to run way over there." You know? it, but it's remarkable. Yeah, like he looked for something that in my watching baseball, I wouldn't think in a thousand years to look. I for. remember he won a game for him in '96, and the ball it was a got away from the catcher eight feet. You know. But it was in the dirt, and he was 
he was halfway home by the time, I mean, two thirds of the way home by the guy time the guy got his ball. And I thought, cause he, he knew that it was going to go eight, nine feet. He knew the ball was going to, you know, see, sometimes you see the ball there and you don't know how far it's going to go, sure. but he scored on that. And I remember saying, he's the only guy on a team probably in 90, maybe not one, but he's the only guy on the team that would have went, but, he also, you never saw him be out on that play either. He he went when he mm-hmm. had to. He was 38 and the best base runner, runner I'd ever seen because I saw him. You you never fully appreciated him because you'd see him with the Brewers six times a year, right? Right. But he was the best base runner I ever saw. His, his, his instincts for the game were just, be, you know, probably played – a hundred days every year in the Oxford playground and Jimmy Lee but and still, everything. And yeah. And but still to see the things that he sees mm-hmm. and identify them. Yeah. The majority of people don't do. Yeah. One, one of my favorite things with TK was talking about his neighbor, Pete. He got Pete on this side. Pete's a canine officer. Yeah. So he's, I think he's retired now, but he had the, he had the dog in the, the mm-hmm. house and then the yard and, and he had the police chief from Maplewood on the other side of him, so security was pretty good, you know, <laughs> at his as his at his little house out there in Maplewood. But Pete came to him a month ago or six weeks ago and said, "Tom, this team can't hit. They're driving me crazy. They can't hit." TK Tom, Tom said, "Pete, don't worry about the hitting. Hitting's not a problem. Hitting's fine. It's pitching. Pete. All of, it's just pitching. If they if they start to pitch, that'll fix the hitting." He said, "No, nah, Tom, you're wrong, Tom. They got a hit." He said, "He said, he said, Tom, now Pete, it's pitching. That's that's what that's what we worry about, Pete. We were that he always says we we oh that's what we worry about, Pete, pitching. You know, and it was and that you know you ask him, geez, you were so good, eighty seven to ninety two, and then you were so bad for eight years, yeah." Pitching, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. he's, he's right. You know, yep. if you can't pitch, can't win. You know, because mm-hmm. you're, you, you know, and they they never were able to. They had all these phenoms that just like this collection that were going to be the next wave, and the next wave couldn't pitch. Yep. When the next wave can't pitch, you're, you're in trouble. Yes. Yeah, so, anyway, but boy, uh, they had to be. They had to be depressed when 21,000 people showed up on a gorgeous Saturday night. And Sunday wasn't. Sunday wasn't good either. Sunday wasn't good either. And this is always when people have, this is when they've always drawn the middle of August. And the weather could not have been better. I think their their biggest crowd was Friday because they shoot off fireworks, right? 23,000 or something. But they cannot get. They cannot get over twenty, announcing over twenty three, and it's usually seventeen to twenty three. There's, they just, I, I was thinking part of it might be the crowd, the the fans for whom this is their life, this was their celebration, mm-hmm. are the same people who don't want to go downtown. You know, they're sixty years old now, and right, yeah, that could definitely they don't want to go downtown. Yeah. yeah, are they? Don't like the fact George Floyd's on the, you know, the, we, they got, I get those emails too. You know, I'm not ever going to another but what, game. Pat, what's the season ticket base going to be oh. for 2022? Well, because they're, they're announcing they're be, right now based off of that base, yeah, I'm sure. And it was, I'm sure they're down to about eight now. Cause they were in 19, they were, I think still hanging in there. That 
little over ten. Yep. But uh, I, I who's going to renew? You That's know? what I'm saying. I know. It's and not just people, I but mean, companies. They got well. they, to be in a panic, man. Because uh, it's I mean between. You can still blame part of this season on the pandemic and blah blah blah, but uh, but uh, have a re. I mean, it was it was close to embarrassing when those guys they had those guys walk all the way in from left field. You know, poor Bob Gebhardt. He's had three back surgeries; he could barely move, and he walked in. And Jerry Bell walked in, and and uh, Tony limped on in with his bad knees, and they were waving and. There were maybe sixteen thousand people in the ballpark when they were walking in. Mm. You know, at six ten because there was you could you could see people were still coming in and out in right, right. field. But uh, wow, I was I didn't I didn't think they get thirty, but I thought they get high twenties. Mm-hmm. You know, they they they, uh, they are hurting for certain. The sports hurting, they're hurting. You know, actually the actually the uh, you look at the Rays. Playing here for three days, and you say, "I don't get it." <laughs> I know. I thought the same thing. I don't thing. get it. I, yep, I, I don't thought the get same it. thing. They're six. They were six games ahead when the weekend started. I know. Six games in front in the I best know. division around. Yeah, I know. It's that record and that roster don't mix. Just like the Giants. Yeah, the Giants. But you're right. The Meadows at Mystic Lake has modified its golf policies to follow the COVID-19 public health recommendations and welcomes you to play this award-winning public golf course. It offers a unique, challenging, and scenic golf experience. The Meadows at Mystic Lake is a full-service golfing destination enhanced by nearby food and entertainment, including the Meadows Bar and Grill and Mystic Lake Casino Hotel. It's never too early to book a tee time or shop the pro shop. Stop in or visit GolfTheMeadows.com. That's GolfTheMeadows.com. Owned and operated by Shakopee Midwakanton Sioux Community. Yeah, I mean the Ray, the Rays are as nondescript as you know a Seattle. Well, the other day they started a guy named Rasmussen, and it was kind of a it wasn't a glorified opener. And so go as long as you can. And then three other guys you've never heard of. It was they threw four dart, darts at the wall and pitched a two hitter. <laughs> you know? yeah. Against who was it? Boston? Who they play before they came here? I think it was Boston. I but, heard yeah. I heard this on a telecast last week. The Orioles have been swept thirteen times. They said. So I looked it up. They've now been swept fifteen times. Only one of those is two games. The other, the other fourteen, they've been swept in either a three or four game series. Fourteen times. Wow. That's. I, it, the the rottenest Viking Twins teams ever. I doubt if they were swept fourteen times. You know that's a good baseball town too. That is oh, so God, sad that they've been this pathetic yeah, for this nine long. or ten thousand. Yeah, I know to a great old ballpark, but it that yeah. is a that is really really sad. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is. Yeah. Oh God, it's been how long? Buck had him in the playoffs. What about eight years ago? Maybe yep. they're in the and, ALCS in twenty sixteen. I think twenty fourteen sixteen. Was it sixteen? Mm-hmm. I believe they were or fourteen. I fourteen for sure. It was 14. Royals. It was Royals and, and Orioles. Buck, Buck was a miracle worker there for a yeah. while, and then, uh, and then. But you can't when it went bad. This. When it went bad, it's been a brutal. But the uh, Nationals and the Cubs are both happy. They accomplished what <laughs> they wanted. Uh, Nats have lost seven in a row. Cubs have lost ten in a row. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Cubs are yeah. The Cubs 
purposely. Proudly losing. Yes, yes. Arietta, by the way, is going to sign with the Padres. How can they be that well, hard up? Because they didn't trade for anybody at the deadline yeah. for starting pitching, which was yeah. ridiculous. Everyone thought that they were going to. They definitely talked to the Twins about Barrios, and then, Pat, they got nobody. And, and the problem, too, bunch of starters hurt, and Snell has been a disaster. He did pitch a good game last week. He yes. went seven and not struck the last. Yeah, he struck before last. Bunch, but yeah, yeah, he has not been, been good. Yeah. So is that Dallas Braden now? Yeah, Dallas Braden is now a. Because uh, he he doesn't feel media celebrity. He doesn't feel silly with the beard. No, no, no he's a media celebrity. He's probably making uh, no, a lot of money. Wacky. He should be on a morning uh, FM uh, radio show. He should be right <laughs> with the glasses like. Yeah, that. he he used to do some barstool stuff. I'm not, not sure if he still does or not, but he was doing barstool stuff. So that was wacky. You think uh, baseball is going to pull off the? Uh, no. The streaming on barstool. No, not the, now. Uh, sexism might. Uh, I think that the people are going to investigate the. Uh, you know, they're going to be afraid that Portnoy is going to say, "Oh." Look at the chest on that lady down there in the third base uh, seat. I think they floated that purposely through the post to see what the reaction was. And (laughs) after they got the reaction, said, we ain't doing this. Yeah, I don't think it's going to save the game uh, to, uh, to, uh, you know, go on Barstool Sports for a week, you know. No. I don't don't think that's... I don't don't think think you have to worry about it now, though. I don't think they're going to do it, so... No. uh, So, anywho... The uh, Vikes, it, damn, it feels like 2010, but it's it's too early to say yeah. that, I guess. Yeah, it's and they too did, early and they said that. everybody on Saturday. Well, and the it, reserves were bad. Now, but. was was that the philosophy when they had four exhibitions the first game? No, Kirk always used to play the first, they play the first, first team. They used to Why play the first team that? the first because series or enough, so. Because he hadn't had enough uh, practice? Well, I think because they, they don't do have it? the fourth game, and, and plus... I think what coaches saw was last year, right? Mm-hmm. No exhibition games. And yeah. they started the season, and they weren't great, but yeah. they were okay. And but, so but I, I think, I think yeah. you'll play them one game, part of one game. I think you have a combo. Uh, a, uh, we're going to 18 games, so don't worry about I it. Think, oh, yeah. I think you have a, I don't think, I think you have a require, requirement to give your home fans someone they've ever heard of, though, right? I mean, I don't know that almighty. Zim's not so pissed off at uh, his bosses these days that he didn't think to himself, screw them. Wow. It's like playing Louisiana Monroe or something over here and charging full well, price. You know? They shouldn't. If you have season tickets, the one option that you should have is those games. Yeah. You, you shouldn't should. have to buy those. No. They're gouging you enough. Yeah. Yeah, they are. And you know, if you want to buy them and donate them to your company, that's fine. But you shouldn't have to buy those games. It used to be the, uh, the, of course, the the early Christmas present to the nephews were the, uh, hey, you know, give the exhibition games. The old days. Or the... Or they'd look at the for the worst home game, yep. and they, you know, the you the nephews were never getting a Packer game. I'll tell you. That. Oh hell no! <laughs> they were not getting a. They were getting uh, the Bengals came in. Yeah, if the Bengals came in, they get the Bengals. But uh, didn't uh, Trey Lance played quite a bit, and uh, Justin, yeah, some teams Justin played. Fields played right. Yep, yep, he played. So Dalton started. Fields played. Lance played. Um, the kid, the kid with the Jets. So is there any Played. possibility the Lions could be decent? Do they have some? Who's so. coaching now? Dan Campbell. Oh, the crazy Did, guy. Didn't you see what, yeah. what he did on Friday? 
The day of their first preseason game, Dan Campbell decided to gas the head athletic trainer from his team. He decided it wasn't working. What? So the day of the pre, so had the guy been there a while? Yeah, when he was there, he was in charge. Like he knows all where all the bodies are buried, yeah. all the seek. So instead of getting the job like Chili did and just firing people, Dan Campbell waited, o- allowed this guy to start, and so then did fired he, him. Did he tell him that? I've never seen this before. Did he tell him that somebody couldn't play? That Campbell that's wanted my to guess. play. That's my that's, guess. That Campbell that's, wanted a guy to play. I think he's certifiable, and yes, that's my yeah. guess. Oh man, or God too many can- guys. Huh? Or or a bunch of you know I they don't know too about, many guys on the injured list. That, but my guess is that he told him, "Hey, X, Y, and Z shouldn't play." Yeah. And Dan Campbell said, "We're biting kneecaps off." Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> How do they do it? They just managed to never hire the right. Well, who was the poor guy that went on sixteen? Uh, Schwartz. No, the defensive coordinator. Oh, uh, uh, Mariucci. Mar- 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 Marinelli. Uh, Rod, Marinelli. Poor Rod, Rod Marinelli. Marinelli. Yeah. I, I was looking up that year. Oh, he was a beaut. <laughs> I was. Which year was I looking up? I ran across a Viking year, where we only one of our flop years was like eight and eight or something. And the, you looked it up, and that was the year the Lions lost them all or some damn thing. What yes. a division that was! It's uh, was it two thousand? Maybe it was two thousand ten. Yeah. Was the Lions? Was. Lions lost them all. Oh and sixteen. Oh eight was. Oh uh, eight was there. Oh and sixteen. Okay. Year. All right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, I guess I was looking and, up. I was looking up 08 because of because uh, uh, I wanted to see what Chili's record was his second season. That's right, and they were, and I said, "Well, okay, there's two that don't count. <laughs> two wins that don't count yeah. when you're only don't 16. tell Ticey that from him. Because you know, Chili uh, sneaked into the playoffs that year, ten and six or something, right? Um, he and first got to play, yes, and in then way, they yeah. got beat a by who beat Philadelphia? Him? Philly here. Reed came yeah. here. Yep. Yep. Tavares threw, Tavares threw an out route that to, uh, Asante Samuel, Asante Samuel was... which looked a lot like the Jake Browning pickoff for pick six <laughs> that uh, Patrick St. Thirteen the second had on Asante Saturday. Asante was wide open on that play. Yes, he, was. he was right. That well, the problem is when there. you look when you look at the guy and Browning did the same thing. When you stare your receiver down for long enough, I think the cornerbacks pick up on the fact the ball's probably coming that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and Mond is. Uh... A uh, little in, he's an athlete, right? Yes, he's more of an athlete he's than an athlete. a quarterback. Right? Yes, and he's a, and he's a he is a little bit slow on what you need him to be fast on, which is the reads mm-hmm. and the actual. You know, I love fans, though, man. We got our replace. He's the he's the replacement and waiting for Kirk Cousins. How do you know? You haven't seen him. All hope, Pat. You know, it's all based on hope. I know. It's a, he's oh, let's let's. And you know what? Zim don't care. Zim's no. like if he's got to play, I'm fired. Well, that was Zim wanted. Didn't want to draft him, right? Zim wanted. I wanted that, a defensive back. I'm sure. I'm sure he did. Yeah, yeah. that was a third rounder, right? Yes. Mind. Yes, one or two third round picks. We were ready to declare him the second coming of Gino Toretta. So yeah. you'll love this. So post game after the game on Saturday, Zim says something about. Was asked about Mond. He said, yeah, he's sort of a quiet guy, too. You know, he doesn't really take control or something. Mond comes in after Zim and says, where do you think that from? Why do you think that? I'm not that quiet. <laughs> it's just. Oh, really? Zim does. Zim and quarterbacks might be one of the. Zim and well, kickers and Zim and quarterbacks. Zim and quarterbacks. And quarterbacks. Punters. Now punters. Punters. He's very happy. Last year was the punt returners because they kept dropping oh, them. Oh, my God, were they bad. Who's our punt returner now? 
KJ Osborne. Okay, we're giving KJ another He's chance, right? Get another chance. Amir Abdullah. KJ is going to play quite a bit at receiver. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, because uh, DD Westbrook still hasn't practiced. What? What's that injury? ACL from last year. Wow. They knew this when they signed him. Okay. We just all again assumed, oh, he's coming back oh, soon. Oh, he's right. Uh, yeah, we were the Vikings. Like Vikings we assume so much. Assumptions, yes, man. We do. We always, Viking fans assume the best. Yeah. <laughs> who was going to, no, Brock Lesnar and yeah. who was going to be, who was he going to be near, alongside? Was it? Um, when Lesnar was on, was when, when, when he was Lesner here? When Lesnar was there. Who was alongside Training camp. Who was going to be the other tackle? Uh, Kevin Williams? Yeah, probably. Kevin, yeah. Kevin this was going to be the greatest tandem in the history <laughs> of the NFL. Yep. Brock Lesnar was going to be like body slamming people. Yep. And you, you were saying, ah. <laughs> you know who I blame? Yeah, you know what he's got going for him? He's big. That's it. You know who I blame? Us. Mm-hmm. It's the media's fault. Yeah. We're the ones that get you all excited. Yep. Yes. And, yeah, we do. And then Zim comes out and says, "What the hell are you guys talking about?" <laughs> well, which, but which but that great. makes Zim a little different than yes. The next guy is gonna. Oh yeah, the next guy. The next do that. guy is gonna be a cheerleader, man. Yeah, well, I mean, he'll be hired purposely based on that. You don't know anybody who went to the Gopher uh, practice, do you? Last week, you know, no, I don't, because Chip didn't. I don't think Chip went. And uh, supposedly, PJ was mic'd up for the crowd, mm-hmm. and we had a lot of acronyms and a lot of. Slogans being bellowed out during the action. I had hope for him. I thought he was becoming less of a lunatic and more of a actual coach. But it's still, what can I do to promote PJ? Right? Mm-hmm. It's still, I'm the star of this team, and you know these other guys are just, you know, they're just here. So. Mm-hmm. And we haven't seen too many announcements on who's making money either, have we? Uh, Tanner Morgan's got a little something going, and uh, he's the, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, he's the only one I've seen because he tried to take the offensive lineman to an event and get them some cash as well, just to help mm-hmm. him out. But I haven't seen if any other like skill position. What's guys with the running money? back man? He's uh, he's got a chance to be all American. Let's let's give him a couple of bucks. Come on, let's go here now. If I'm a booster. Can I not pay guys? Well, you can if you own a company or something. To do nothing. You can't though? just come and like. Can they sign three footballs and I give them thirty thousand dollars? <laughs> so well, I don't know how much you do. It's probably ten thousand football. Yeah, no, yeah, but I'm I saying suppose, like, what's yeah, the, you're right. Like, what can I get busted for? I think you could probably. Can you give a guy a car? That's what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I drive. Can you get? But, a, I mean, I'd like to do that. Can you get yeah. a picture of a guy and have him put it on his Twitter account? Of, <laughs> I got my Oldsmobile yep. at Klein Oldsmobile in St. Cloud. <laughs> yep. You know, and it lasted two weeks if, before he totaled it. We are not too far from back-to-school time. Always an exciting and busy time of the year, finding classes, figuring out schedules, and parents helping college-bound children with everything from expenses to housing to transportation. Here's a suggestion to make campus life a lot easier for the younger scholar in your life. A Bintelli scooter from EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Bintelli scooters are the fun, economical way to get around campus in town. They can be parked like a bicycle, so no need to worry about finding parking spaces or paying prices parking fees. Bintelli scooters were created to offer the highest quality 
at the most affordable prices. Take advantage of the lowest prices of the year with EcoFund's back-to-school sale on Bintelli scooters starting at just $10.99. Looking for greener transportation solutions? EcoFund also carries a full line of lightweight, dependable electric Bintelli bicycles. EcoFund, specializing in economical, fun transportation at prices for everyone's budget. Check out the back-to-school sale now at EcoFund Motorsports Forest Lake. Online at EcoFundMotorsports.com. Bill Musselman would have been the greatest coach in basket in the history oh. of college <laughs> sports if you could have done this. You know, all our scandals of the past are just Poor Clem. wiped out. Poor, Everybody, Clem. Poor yeah. Clem. Clem got busted for what? <laughs> A little paper on menstruation, Menstrua- damn it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it was, it was very instructive for these guys to, you know, when they got into their relationships, they, they could realize that the gals were going through what they were going through. They learned. But I'd like to they know learned. what the what the this rules a, are. Now, like, can I you don't just know. give? I don't know. Can you just give a guy I gotta something think and say, the, yeah. NC, the NCAA has basically folded her up. Although, who did they? But they're still occasionally doing things. Who did they? Was it TCU or who was it? When? Yeah, just last week. They, <laughs> they uh, basically, they put some school on probation, but it doesn't mean they can't go to the tournament. Then who cares? Oklahoma State or somebody like Did that. They one of those lose scholarships. Yeah, I think they lost a couple of scholarships, okay. but uh, they didn't. Uh, How can they, with a straight face, penalize anybody? <laughs> Short of committing a crime. When the, Al- when the Alabama quarterback who hasn't played yet and might not be the starter has got a million bucks. Yeah, which by the way, if he's good, is fine. I don't care. Yeah, but just go away. Mm-hmm. If, if you're the NC. AA, just just be quiet. Yes, that's uh, that is true. That's <sighs> hey. Last thing, um, TK and his son. That that was a big part of your column and was really sad. So they don't know how he died. Uh, according that's to remarkable. TK, according to TK, he still says uh, it says unknown on the gift certificate on the death certificate. They haven't. Wow. They haven't been told. Uh, I don't know if there was, you know, the. they haven't been told. He said it was the middle of the pandemic. They were, the Half the coroners weren't working and the other, it was yeah, crowded. COVID, and, but and, still, that's right. And they waited, wow. a, they waited a few days and then they cremated him. So I don't know how long the body was down there before. So they didn't, you know, there's no official. But he's what, 42 or something? 42. I mean, that's a there's no kid official, Unmarried and, uh, you know, and had a lot of buddies and and uh, played golf with the Walsh, the Walsh, the, the Hill-Murray Walshes, not the Cretan Walshes. There's difference, but those were like his second family and really close. There was, there was all kinds of them at the, at the funeral. And uh, yeah, it just, you know. Who knows? Could have been an embolism, but they don't right. know. They don't know. So. But still, I mean, that is, yeah. it's awful. Yeah, it is. He was, uh, he's got a grandkid now. His daughter had a, oh, really? had a little, had a little um, Anna. She's a little black haired girl. So she was in the front row there at the, at the service. And uh, you know who really bothered me this weekend? Hmm. Rick Aguilera. Why is that? He looks as good now <laughs> as he did. 30 years ago. Really? He's just like flat chest. That's not fair. The only thing is he's got little really distinctive gray hair in his black hair, which salt, just, salt just, makes, That's better. just makes him look better. I was going to say, you look better. Flat stomach, flat <laughs> stomach. 
He could really? pitch today. Just, you know, he was always the most handsome guy on the team. And now you see all these other guys limping around and walking around, and he's striding around just looking great, man. He looks like he could pitch. So who, It's amazing. I'm very, uh, you know, I said to him, I said, come on. Put a few on. Yeah, put, know, some, so, put some weight know, on, get the gut going. Eat a donut. Come on, yeah. let's go here. So. Exactly. So who, who didn't show? Nobby? Nobby, no show. Shane Mack never comes. I don't know what that's about. They, I mean, they all love Shane, but uh, he's just not into this kind of stuff. Uh, beyond that, Gardy wasn't there. Now, who knows what's going on with him. But, uh, you know, he might have been down in Oklahoma visiting the grandkid right. or something. And, and he's been back so much. Yeah. That. Uh, he didn't come back, and yeah, he wasn't uh, uh, there. And uh, you know, I play, but they had twenty-four players. I should see something like that. That's pretty good. Yep. Uh, the big train was there. Now is he pitching coach somewhere as well? Still, or no? Yeah, okay, he's back he in Cleveland. That's what I thought. He's okay. back in Cleveland. He's been. Uh, he was in Cleveland. He went to Boston. Boston got. Run out of Boston, right? <laughs> a lot of people do. And then, uh, and then he would go. Then Francona brought him back to Cleveland. Interesting. Okay, great guy. He wouldn't be the big train without me and Tappany, though. Damn it! What was Tap's role? Tap. When we were in the clubhouse. I was on a road trip to Detroit. Yep. Ninety-one team. It started off two and nine. Mm-hmm. They were like four and twelve when they got Willis, something like that. And now they were. They had that. What fifteen in a row and yes, twenty four out of twenty six or something started in May, right? And yeah, I mean it was just incredible. And that the Detroit clubhouse was the size of this room, you know, and everybody was in there. And Tappany looked over to me and said, uh, "Hey, Carl's over here tooting his own horn. He's telling you know telling the." the he was a character, and he said, or he is a character, and said, you know, you guys, I turned this team around, you know, that you guys stunk, and then I got here, and and he says, he's tooting his own horn, and then he went, doot, doot, you know, he grabbed a, he grabbed a, grabbed a train whistle, Tappany. Oh, Tappany, okay. Tappany, toot, toot, yep. and I walked over, and I said, the train, he's the train. He says, yeah, and then I said, the big train, we'll call him the big train, and, that's and we I... started calling him the, so I started referring to him as the big train. Wow. He's, uh, you know, but Tap was who's an, was a a low-key great agitator, mm-hmm. was uh, it was the original, was the, the source of it, but I, I then went with, I said, he's the train, and then we then he became the big train. Wow. And now I believe on baseball reference, they listed his nickname, the big, the big train. <laughs> Somebody uh, told me that uh, he was in the Cleveland bullpen down there one, and looked up and he saw, he said, guys, you see that fat guy up there, right there? He says, that's where it all started, the legend of the big train. <laughs> you know? That's awesome. So, yeah. Well, he was a crazy guy. He was, <laughs> he was, this, we'll have to, this is a podcast, right? Yes. Uh but he uh, he once told Leonard McKenzie, the internist for the Twins, that he was considering after he was done with baseball that he was going to a medical career, so he could give himself the examinations because he didn't like those guys with wide fingers like that. Oh God, <laughs> he was you know. 
Uh, so that's, you know, that's podcast-only yeah. material. Yes, so, yeah. yes, But he was, a, he, was a, he was a funny guy. He was a, is a character. And, you know, turned his career around and, and people saying, boy, he had good sync. Ah, uh, he would not have passed the glove. He couldn't have been passed the umpire. He promised the glove inspections. And then he, you know, the word got out that he was cheating. So then he did all the, he was like Gaylord Perry. He grabbed his hat and did yeah. to make everybody paranoid. Good for him. Know? Yeah. And he had a, I mean, they couldn't have won it without him because no, he fixed that, helped fix that bullpen. Absolutely. amazing. All right. All right. Corey Koski, uh, 7.30, August 27th, Loretta Larks. They got a pass and buy in the first round. They won their region. Is Koski going to play? Uh, yeah, he's playing. He played again this weekend. Wow, I thought that was Co- a one-time thing. Corey Koski, uh, the uh, Larks. Loretto Larks will be playing the winner of Richmond and Dumont at the Great Chaska Athletic Field. Oh, yeah. 7.30. If it doesn't flood. Uh, 7.30 a week from Friday. Well, it's not flooding this year. It'll have to be a lot of rain to flood this year. Very true. Very as true. low as the river is. All right. All right. We'll see you. If you have questions about your retirement savings, do what I did and work with a person that knows what the heck is going on. Uh, work with Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. My guy, Josh, will give you straight talk and not sugar-coated advice. Learn how you can benefit from Josh's focused approach by setting up your own no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to review your investments. Call Josh now, 952-925-5608.